0: Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Tintry in this morning for Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over our social media because we are Nashville's on-demand sports.network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, on YouTube, also on Twitch as well. So check that out, A to Z Sports, uh, and also the sh- those show links are available on our Twitter feed. And on our Instagram story, got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon, or simply at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care at BoneAndJointTN.org. Plus, Farm Bureau of Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau of Health Plans. That's better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you at FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, Jack, uh, live here on the show, talking Jonathan Taylor and talking uh, Derek Henry. You saw something a couple weeks ago on, I, I guess, the BetMGM app, right, is what you saw, that is where you saw this from that kind of got you A fire lit under you, and you wrote a column about this a couple weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, I saw. I went on BetMGM because you know I, I like um, probably a handful of you degenerates that I know are in here right now for a fact. Um, I I was I was searching on BetMGM for player props, so like I wanted to see you know what Derrick Henry's rushing total would be, what how many yards they have him pinned in at. Um, Same with Tannehill, how many passing yards, and I just kind of wanted to see where you know see how the board kind of fell in terms of who's going to be at the top for rushing yards, receiving yards is really interesting. It is log jammed at the top. Um, so, yeah, so, so I was curious about Derek Henry. As I said, you know, there's been a lot of buzzes off season. I'm sure Jonathan Taylor, I'm, I'm sure bet MGM is, you know, falling into that prisoner of the moment situation. Like all NFL talking heads have been this off season and prematurely anointing Taylor, uh, you know, the, the throne, the crown of the rushing crown. So, I wanted to see where Derrick Henry fell, and what I found was certainly interesting. And I I do think that there's reason to believe that King Henry deserves a little bit more respect than he's getting.
0: Yes, so here is what you found. You found that BetMGM posted this a couple weeks ago. The odds for the most regular season rushing yards, you see Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry at plus 600. Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry both tied at plus 600 on the BetMGM app. Dalvin Cook, the Vikings at plus 900. Then a group of plus 1,400. Nick Chubb, Elijah Mitchell, which just made me laugh. And then Joe Mixon, right? Like you see, like everybody on this screen besides Elijah Mitchell makes sense. Elijah Mitchell had a really good rookie season. But again, like to be in this same grouping with the other five guys I did kind of catch me off guard. But here's what I found interesting about this too. Normally it kind of goes in alphabetical order. You know what I mean? Like if you have the same type of odds, it should be in alphabetical order, but it's not even though Jonathan Taylor, and Derek Henry had the same odds. Jonathan Taylor is listed first and you can go alphabetical order by first name or alphabetical order by last name. And Jonathan Taylor should be behind Derek Henry. So that made me look into it even more. Do they kind of have, like, is there a strategy on Ben GM's part to list Jonathan Taylor ahead of Derrick Henry, even though they had the same odds? Like, what do you think about that, Jack?
1: That is really interesting. I I never thought of it that from that angle. And, you know, I never thought it was that important until you mentioned, you know, both names. G, the, the J and the T are going to be behind the D and the H. Um, so it's interesting they have them there. You know, MGM's goal at the end of the day is to do what? Make a lot of money.
0: Yes, make right? people make bets.
1: Make a lot of money, um, you know, kind of manipulate how they can in these subtle ways. And I think by putting Taylor at the top, that's what they're doing. They're saying, hey, you know what? Jonathan Taylor's coming off his, rush, his first rushing title in the NFL. Derrick Henry, there's a chink in his armor. He, you know, had a Jones fracture last year. Who knows how he responds this year. Let's see if I dangle JT at the top. If we'll get more fish to bite the hook, right? That, I think that's what they're doing. They're casting a line. They're dropping a hook. And, and with Jonathan Taylor's name at the top, everyone's going to be like, oh, it's a sure thing. Derek Henry, you know, he blew it. He blew a tire last year. Jonathan Taylor, young, up and coming, great offensive line, finally has another quarterback, even though I think it's just, Matt Ryan's going to be one of the same when, when you talk about Carson Wentz and Phillip Rivers and the rotation at that position that they've had over the fa- past few years. But I I do think it's kind of a a, a manipulative tactic for BetMGM to list Taylor ahead of Henry, trying to get more action on him, when in reality, either one of those guys at plus 600 feels like a pretty safe bet.
0: Do you think, before we dive into more why you think Derrick Henry's being disrespected in this, Mm -hmm. odds on, or like, what would you, do you like value anywhere else that you can see? Obviously, there's a show more button where there's more guys you could bet on below these top six. but of these of outside of Henry and Taylor where is your best value if you're going and by the way I have a $10 free bet uh waiting in my BetMGM app like you know I might do something like this to use my $10 free bet where where's the best value in Jack Gentry's opinion right here
1: yeah so I, look 6 to 1 like I just said on both of those guys if you bet them both you're coming away with a profit I think because it's really going to be between those two guys you don't you don't think
0: any of the other guys have an opportunity? No,
1: no, I definitely, I definitely think there's another guy that has an opportunity. However, he's not listed on that screenshot, so okay. I'm having to dig him up right now.
0: I'll, I'll dig it up. I'll dig it up because uh, I, I easily got to it earlier. So I'll dig it up. Uh, who are you looking for?
1: Najee Harris, Pittsburgh. Najee Steeler. Harris. Now I know a lot of people are going to say Najee Harris. They don't have a passing game that's you know going to be respected. They don't have an offensive line that everybody saw. Big Ben on his back all season last year and running for his life or really just kind of uh, just just uh, hopping around for his life. But Najee Harris is going to get a lot of usage. He's going to get the ball, uh, you know, over 300 times if I had to guess because the identity in Pittsburgh is going to be run the football. Now, do, will defenses know about that and will they prepare for it? Sure. But I think that he's a long shot that's, a, that's reasonable to kind of keep your eye on. Now, do you have the odds?
0: Plus 2,000.
1: I See, I, I think that that's worth a sprinkle. Uh, there, there aren't too many running backs in the NFL that are going to get 300 carries. I think that maybe there's three, and it's Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor maybe, and Najee Harris. I, I just think that he'll have more opportunities to get there. So, yeah, Najee Harris plus 2,000. You give me Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Najee, you can take all three of those guys and come away with a profit.
0: Okay. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. I might use my $10 free bet on that when I when I log back in after the show. Okay, so let's get into this. Uh, is it fair or foul that Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor are tied for the best odds to win the NFL Russian crown? Is it fair or foul that these two guys, Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry, are tied for the best odds? I'll show it again right here. At plus 600, Henry Taylor right there listed at BetMGM. Uh, Is it fair or foul that they are tied on that? But real quick, let me tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai. Check them out in Lebanon and make them a part of your new car buying process. Again, by going to see them, see what they got on the lot in Lebanon. When Zach and I were there just a few weeks ago, they had a truck that just dropped off a brand new batch of of Hyundais uh, while we were there. So it is a tough time to buy a vehicle in this world. So you have to really pay attention to where you're going and who you are trusting with that process and you can absolutely trust Wilson County Hyundai with that we know Payne Bone who owns Wilson County Hyundai it's a family owned and operated business there in Lebanon also that we know all their we know the GM we know the sales guys the sales team uh, they're great people the service people are great as well wilsoncountyhyundai.com is where to check them out
1: check these guys out bet mgm and there's a new promo code i know that uh, this is my favorite read and I've usually got an NBA game to talk about, an NHL game to talk about. But we are officially in the dog days, baby. So we're talking baseball today. Now use use promo code A to Z sports and you'll place a one game parlay insurance on BetMGM. And it's got to be an MLB one game parlay insurance. So in that one game, if you come up with four different bets and parlay them all, they've got an insurance policy. If If you come up one leg short, like I always do when I place parlays, You get up to $25 back. So same game, four-leg parlay, and if you miss one leg, if you come up just short, you'll get up to $25 back. So it's a great offer. Take advantage of it with that promo code you see on your screen, ATOZ Sports.
0: All right, here live on this Tuesday show, we've asked the question, is it fair or foul that Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor are tied for the best odds to win the NFL rushing title on the BetMGM app. Zach, uh, Jack just talked about the BetMGM app. It's something I, I love the BetMGM app. Talking talk about it every day. But here are the odds, once again, at BetMGM uh, for the most rushing yards in the regular season. Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry tied at plus 600. Jack, I'll send you the comment section. Fair or foul, what is the chat talking about?
1: Yeah, so let me go ahead and start at the top here. We've got Xavier that says foul. Jer- Jarrell that says fair, Octavian says foul, foul, tighten up. Scott and, Ho- and Cody both say fair. Um, Jonathan says it's fair, but it's not fair that Henry is going to crush it this season. He's saying that the motivated king is going to come out and dominate this. Um, so let's see. We, we've we got fair from Steven, fair from Corey, fair from Deshaun, fair from Danny, fair from Titans Kyle. Rooney says foul all day, every day. Deborah fair. Nate saying foul. The Jaguars say hello. That's funny. Um, Roy says Taylor hasn't done anything yet that wasn't given to him because of injury. Because the rushing title was kind of just passed to Jonathan Taylor. Nobody really gave him a shot last year. Um, Foul AF, says Mark Jones. Foul, says Eze. e Fair, says Stephen King. Jeff Rubel, says fair. That's no surprise out of you, Jeff. Uh, We got (laughs) fair from Billy Jones. Uh, Jacob says fair. Malachi says fair. Tank also says fair as my screen buffers. Um, foul says James Henderson. Scott, uh, where, where else are we? Um, Jabri says fair. So, I mean, a lot of uh, the overwhelming majority is saying fair like Joey Chase. But there are a few people like Satow and Willie and Eddie who all say foul. So, Austin, let me ask you, where do you stand on this?
0: Hmm. I think it's fair. I think it's fair because, like, Derrick Henry had an insane pace that he was on for the nine eight games that he played. Right, he was nearly at a thousand yards eight games into the season, and Jonathan Taylor had eighteen hundred yards last year in seventeen games. Right, like we have to understand. That Derrick Henry did two thousand two hundred more yards in one less game the year before than what Jonathan Taylor did. So, but I I think it's totally fair because you're saying that both running backs are the face of their offense, and both running backs uh, have a great opportunity to lead the league in rushing. And like I, because of the betting aspect of this, and not seeing a fully healthy Derrick Henry yet. I think it's totally fair to have him and Jonathan Taylor even because the two most recent rushing title crown holders are now right there even going into this year because of the injury. I think it's totally fair.
1: I, I'm i going foul here, and I, I took this approach in my story that I wrote a couple of weeks ago when I initially saw it as well. If you guys want to go check that out, you can still find it on A to Z Sports Dot com. Um, I'm going foul, but it's not because what Jonathan Taylor did did not impress me last year. Believe me, I've said this on the Tighten Up podcast. For those of you who listen, I I do think that once Henry's time is done, that throne is going to be passed in the division to Jonathan Taylor. Um, He's knocking on the door already. But I, I just think that we're a little bit too much into this prisoner of the moment mentality. Right. We see one good year from Jonathan Taylor, and it was a great year. I mean, he had 1,800 yards, won the rushing title by, what, over 500 yards? Yeah. The next closest guy was Nick Chubb at 1,260. And then you got Joe Mixon there at 1,200 as well. Uh, Back to my point about the volume. Jonathan Taylor had 332 carries. That's over 100 more carries than Nick Chubb had last year. Now, the only guy in – really the only two guys in the league that can compete with that amount of usage is Derrick Henry, who had 220 carries, 219 carries, mm-hmm. through, what, 10 games last year? So eight. He, eight. Eight, eight games. So, I mean, he was on pace to – yeah, it is eight games, you're right. He was on pace uh, to, to, to tote the rock over 350 times, if my math is right there. Um, You, you know, the yards per carry for Derrick Henry is going to be a concern for me. And it's not necessarily all about Derrick Henry and just coming back from his foot injury, which I think he's – you know, already shown most Titans fans and probably the team as well, that he's uh, he's, he's on a good trajectory for a, a strong return. He said he's motivated this year, but Derek Henry's yards per carry over the last three years, 2021 took a significant dip and this was before the injury, right? He was averaging just 4.3 yards per carry last season. Some of that had to do with the weapons on the outside, the wide receivers not being available. So teams were, you know, stacking the box against Henry. And I know people are going to say, well, Defenses have been stacking the box against Henry and the Titans for the last three years, and they have. But when you don't have guys out there uh, who can, you know, at least pose a threat to defenses or a tight end that you know you have, to, you got to worry about going down the field and making a catch, then it makes things a little harder on Derrick Henry. Now you mix in this year with the offensive line uncertainty. You lose Roger Stafford. You, you you're starting Dylan Raiden's probably at right tackle. It'll be his first full season as a starter if that's how it plays out. You've got Jamarco Jones at left guard filling in. Who knows how he'll look. Next to Lawan, you've got an aging Lawan. you've got an aging Ben Jones, you've got a Nate Davis who's really kind of inconsistent, at least he has been through his time in Tennessee. So the yards per carry, uh, I I don't think is going to be five. Like it's not going to be the 5.4 yards per carry that we saw in 2020. It's not going to be the 5.1 yards per carry we saw in 2019. I think it's going to be closer to the 4.5 yards.
0: Well, and so Ethan Ramsey says 4.3 yards a carry is bad. Well, I mean, and then Jack, you just no. rattled off what he did the previous two seasons, yeah. which he was over five,
1: not bad, but it's certainly lower than the 5.4 yards per carry he had in 2020. It's not bad. And it's not Derek Henry's fault that it's going to dip this year or, you know, dipped last year. I think that the weapons around him and the offensive line and just, you know, not having a lot of experience together could really play a part in that. So, I think Derrick Henry you know, finds himself around the 4.5 yards per carry range. Uh, I think he's going to get about 330 carries, uh, because even though they're going to ease him in, you can't run and you cannot hide from this team's offensive identity. Not, I don't Derek. think
0: they're going to ease him in. I think they're going to rely on Derrick Henry until they show that they don't have to.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, well, maybe, maybe ease him in compared to what Downing did last year with Henry, which was run him into the absolute ground.
0: Well, and that's the hard thing, because – Again, a lot of different conversations can be had about this, but the passing game will be probably the slower developing aspect of the offense. And so with because of the new faces and new pieces and Robert Woods' injury and then Traylon Burks's situation. Uh, so I think the passing game might force you to rely on Derrick Henry a lot earlier in the season as that continues to develop, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, possibly, but I, I don't think, and I think a lot of people are letting this happen, right? I, I think that the tight end position and the upgrades that they have at that position, which I believe are going to be significant this year, you've got Chig and you've got Austin Hooper, I think that's going to alleviate some of the pressure on the passing game as a whole. So while they did probably downgrade at the receiver position, the tight end position got a lot better this offseason. But I'm, I'm giving Henry 4.5 yards a carry on 330 yards or 330 carries, bringing me to 1,485 yards. All right. But I don't think this – okay. you know, You've got
0: it down to the science. All right. Yeah. So Ethan brings this up too. I think this is interesting. He said he did. Henry did not have a full season to rattle off more 20 plus yard carries. So his average had less big runs to increase it. And so like Ethan's, you know, yes, but he also didn't have those other games where he had 30 carries for 102 yards or whatever it might be. But what do we know about Derek Henry is that he gets better in a lot of his big performances and big runs happen later in the season than earlier in the season. That's the crazy thing about last year is that last year he had 900 plus yards in eight games. He had a 60 plus yard touchdown against Seattle. He had a 70 yard touchdown uh, against Buffalo bills. And so he was already having a way better start to the season and the best start to his season by far Compare And then, we all know what happens in DeHember, right, in in January when he goes for – he didn't play the Houston Texans that one time last year. He's had – I think – somebody can fact-check me on this. I think Derrick Henry has run for 200-plus yards in his last four games against the Texans. It's, <laughs> it's at least three out good. of the
1: four. And, Austin, it's interesting you bring up a good point. You know, he does get better late in the season. Well, in the last five games of the Titans' season this year – they play the Jaguars twice and the Texans once. So if Derrick Henry is motoring along, like I think we all expect him to be, then that those last five games uh, it's going to be crucial in winning the rushing title. And I think he's. I, I think the Titans' schedule set up for him to do it. They've got an early bye, which isn't great, but I, I think it's a good kind of uh, you, you know pit stop for Derrick Henry as he's trying to figure out how to navigate through his first full 17 games you know schedule that he's going to be playing in, right? He's he's done 16 before. Last year he had a shot at 17, but obviously the injury popped up. I, the Jags twice and the Texans once in the last five. I mean, that's probably somewhere between five and 600 yards just in those three games.
0: All right, so Lane says something in a comment on Facebook that kind of leads to uh, the title of the show, right? Lane says, I'll say it again, Jonathan Taylor is the most overrated player in the league. And so I, I don't agree with Lane whatsoever on that. I think Jonathan Taylor is really damn good. I think there's a lot of other players that you can look at and say that they're way more overrated than Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor ran for 1800 yards in the 17 game season and led the NFL in rushing by over 400, almost 500 yards. So he's not overrated. Was he an MVP candidate? No, but he was not overrated. So my point in bringing up Lane's comment is that now this Titans Colts rivalry, has an extra level of oomph inserted into it because the Titans have had something that they can hold over everybody else in the NFL, the best running back in the land. Mm-hmm. Then that running back gets hurt, Derrick Henry. Jonathan Taylor, who is who plays for the Titans' biggest rival, the Colts, has the best season of any running back in the land last year. Right, So now the Colts have something they can hold up to. Jack, I'll kind of put this on another example that you can understand. Vanderbilt baseball has been it, right? Vandy fans have had baseball for the last 15 years over Tennessee fans. Now Tennessee has this amazing run, and they're talking all this smack about how good they are at Vandy's best sport, right? The same type of dynamic. It throws in another level, another level up to the rivalry. Mm-hmm. And I actually think it's great because now Lane and other Titans fans, Lane says it was just one year though, right? Vandy fans are saying, okay, it was one year. Do it again, right? Do it again. Do it again. That's the the person who owns the 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 aspect, whether it's Derrick Henry or the sport of college baseball, they want to see the long-term uh, of their rival stepping up and doing it, right? And so now Jonathan Taylor – Titans fans want to doubt or say that Jonathan Taylor's overrated or it was just one year or it wasn't as good as Derrick Henry's 2020, all this and that, and how Derrick Henry was doing way better than Taylor before he got hurt, right? There's all these things you can go at, but it's just adding a lot more fuel to the rivalry.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair comp, honestly. I, I really do. And it is, it's not like Jonathan Taylor or the Tennessee Vols are incapable of doing it again. Right. right, and and while the Vols, you know, did fall a little short of Omaha, I, just yeah, like Jonathan
0: Taylor and the Colts lost in Jacksonville to miss the playoffs. It, it, that's <laughs> that's where I'm
1: getting at. Jonathan Taylor uh, on a, a you know the biggest game of the season against the Jaguars managed just 77 yards. And Jonathan Taylor, for having an 1,800 yard season, he got off to a really slow start. He ran for over 65 yards just once in his first five games. So you'd have to figure that JT. Is gonna have a little bit better of a start. Now I don't know about the finish or the middle middle of the season that he had, where he was going for over 100 just about every single game. But he um, definitely there is some room to improve, which sounds crazy because you know 1,800 yards is a lot, and it's over 100 yards a game if you're just doing it off 17 game schedule. So um, it, Jonathan Taylor is gonna be there at the end, right? Barring injury, Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry are both gonna be at the top, the top two in my opinion. Now, I just don't know if it's totally fair. And it's not as much as it's as this relates to Jonathan Taylor as it does to Derrick Henry. I feel like Derrick Henry has been counted out. You know, the, the 28 years old, the foot injury, oh, they finally saw you, you, you know, that the king is mortal. But it's you can't you can't go ahead and replace him already. Right, he came back for the playoffs, and that, that was everybody's last look at Henry. Henry was not fully, you know, one hundred. I think they should have ran Foreman more than they ran Henry in that game. But hindsight's always twenty twenty. I, I just feel like Derrick Henry has been unfairly counted out more often than not when it comes to who's the best running back in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor's younger, you know, he's newer, he's fresh, he's a new face. He plays on a good team, a team that the national media loves to prop up. At any at any given chance. Right. And while it is good for the Titans and good for the Colts to have this battle, because I think it'll it'll get it'll earn them more respect and more attention and all of the good stuff about, you know, being one of the perennial contenders in your conference and especially in your division in a weak AFC South. I think that's great. But I do think that Derrick Henry has been counted out, which makes me believe that this is foul. Like Jonathan Taylor deserves the respect. I think it's, I think it's fair.
0: I think, I think the fact that they're both plus 600 to win the rushing title is totally fair because you're giving the guy who did it last year credit for doing it last year. And you're giving the previous guy who got hurt and got it possibly taken away from him because of an injury credit. And you're making it even, I think, Mm -hmm. I think both these guys at plus 600, like, like you said, like I have. I got a $10 free bet. I'm probably going to use one of those on Derek Henry this week And my next $10 free bet. I get next Monday. I'll probably throw that on Jonathan Taylor. So I come out really, really good. Right. Yeah, so I, yeah, it's look, good I, it's, I, I feel like, I feel like it's those two guys. I don't think Dalvin Cook can stay healthy for an entire season to do it. I don't think Elijah Mitchell is all of a sudden going to do it. Nick Chubb is interesting, right? Nick Chubb, because we don't know what kind of trash the Browns are going to be in. They might have to do that. And Nick Chubb could be a good bet, right? But he can't stay healthy for long enough either.
1: No, I've had Nick Chubb on one too many fantasy teams. I know you can't trust that guy to be consistent throughout the year.
0: Now, your Najee Harris thing is, is, is fascinating. I just don't. Think the Steelers are truly going to
1: do that? I yeah, I don't think that they'll be efficient if that's what they yes. do. Yes, you know, I think uh, it's going to be I too they,
0: much. Yeah, too much clogged up in the run game. He might get a lot of carries, but three it's yards in a lot
1: of dust type situation in Pittsburgh this year. I yes. agree.
0: Yes, uh, I wanted to read a comment that I saw earlier. Um, here it is: Jonathan Hernandez says the media is always looking at ways to count out the Titans and Titans players, but always looking at ways to pump the Colts and their players. It's absolutely – it feels like it's been this way
1: go for ahead, maybe
0: three or four straight off seasons.
1: I'm glad we agree on that because no matter what the Titans do, they've what won I mean, six straight winning seasons in a row, back-to-back division titles, and nobody talks about it. I mean, the only thing they talk about is where will Tennessee go after Tannehill? Like, pump the brakes. They, they've still got Derrick Henry. they still got one of the best defenses in the NFL. Nobody gives that defense the proper respect, and I get it that it was a one-year, you know, it was a big jump in one season. But none of those guys are going anywhere. I mean, they're all they only got better this offseason. I the Titans do deserve more national respect, but until they win in the playoffs again, it's hard to give that to them, right? Because you, you, you keep getting your hopes up about the Titans, you want to get on the bandwagon, and then what do they do? Throw three picks against Cincinnati, lose to Baltimore at home, and get their logo stomped on. It's just right when you're waiting for the Titans to bust through that, you know, that ceiling, something always happens, and maybe that's why national media. Has a bit of a you know a hesitancy to really pump the Titans up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday show, uh, talking a lot of of Titans and Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor. So we've got a video of another Derrick Henry prediction where somebody is doubting the fact that Derrick Henry can come back from an injury. So we will play that video coming up. And we're going to ask you how you feel about that overall and give you the over under that they played in this particular video here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute. Jack, uh, I've been telling everybody, if you get hurt, go to bone and joint Institute. Well, guess who got hurt? Me. Mm -hmm. I got hurt. I hurt my foot. I now have plantar fasciitis because I went and saw Dr. Jeff Watson uh, last week at the bone and joint Institute. I'm going to go see him tomorrow to get a steroid shot in my foot. So I can walk comfortably on the beach next week uh, on my anniversary trip without having foot and arch pain with my plantar fasciitis. Mm. And Dr. Jeff Watson, the Bone and Joint Institute, have made it super easy on me. the The website really is simple because they have like fourteen doctors, right? They all specialize in all types of injuries. So you click on, you go to and joint You click on the Make an Appointment button. Then you type in your name. Then you click on the body part that's hurting. So I have like foot right and then it sorts out all the doctors who specialize in foot a- injuries and so i clicked on dr jeff watson who taught us a lot about derrick henry's jones fracture on doc talks this past year and so i went and saw him on friday i uh, gave me some stretching techniques he gave me a couple things to order on amazon to help out with some treatment and he said you know what come back wednesday before you leave town let's get you a shot and make sure you can enjoy your vacation and hopefully that'll help the healing process too and so I'm excited about that. So, if I did not go to Bone and Joint, I would be miserable on the beach because I like walking on the beach. And I, there's no way I could walk on the beach with having plantar fasciitis not taken care of. So, thanks again to Dr. Jeff Watson and the Bone and Joint Institute. If you need help, boneandjointtn.org.
1: Man, foot injections. I've had a couple knee injections, but it's got, it's got to be worse. But if you want to <laughs> inject some cash flow, into your bank account, then download the BetMGM app, use our promo code that you see on the screen, A to Z Sports, and place a one-game parlay in the MLB. One-game parlay insurance, you put a risk-free one-game parlay parlay down with four-plus legs, and if one of those legs misses, if, just, if you come up just one leg short, you'll get up to $25 back. It's insurance on your parlay. BetMGM's got it if you use promo code A to Z Sports. Remember, in the MLB, you put a one-game parlay down, with at least four legs. And if just one of those legs comes up short, you'll get up to $25 back. It's the perfect insurance policy on a big money parlay. Now, I hope we all hit this parlay. Mm -hmm. But if we do come up one leg short, like it happens so often, then at least we get our money back. So don't, don't forget to take advantage of this offer. Use promo code ATOZ Sports on BetMGM.
0: Yep, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions, subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. Awards issued with non free bets or site credit. Free bets to spy in seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. Jack, uh, now we've got more. Uh, we got a video to play. And this is thanks to Live on the Line, which is a BetMGM show uh, on a digital show talking about bets and gambling and they had a segment yesterday about Derrick Henry and all I saw Jack was this 21 second clip of Michael Kim not really sure if he believes in the king again oh
2: no I hate doing this because I'm a huge fan of Derrick Henry and I would not want to be in his way to the end zone but I'm gonna have to fade I think the number is gonna be under 1400 doesn't say he's not gonna have a good season but it's not going to be 1,400 and the hook. You we said, might actually get to 1,400 said. and get – you might you guys might get captain hooked.
0: You... Ooh. So if you see there, we'll play that again. It's only 20 seconds, right? We'll play that a couple times to pick up on the other things that are happening, right? So, one, he says under 1,400 and a half rushing yards for Derrick Henry. And if you notice on the screen where Jonathan Taylor is sitting and they're playing the follow or fade game, Right. And so you'll see what they did for Jonathan Taylor's number. Like where it's oh, going.
2: no. I hate doing oh. this because I'm a huge fan of Derrick Henry, and I would not want to be in his way to the end zone. But I'm going to have to fade. I think the number is going to be under 1,400. doesn't say he's not going to have a good season, but it's not going to be 1,400 and the hook. You we said, might actually get to 1,400 and get you – you guys might get captain hooked.
0: You. Mm, so Jonathan Taylor's number was 4, 1,450 and a half. 50 yards above Henry's. They both were following that over, right? And, and then Michael Kim under 1,400 and a half for Derek Henry. Jack, your thoughts?
1: I mean, give me a damn break. Uh, seriously, 1,400 is is a number that Derrick Henry has eclipsed in two of the previous – really, it would have been three straight seasons had he not gone down with an injury last year. And really, it wouldn't have been particularly close. I mean, the closest he, he really came was 1,540 yards in 2019. But, uh, you know, 303 In carries. 15
0: games, right? In 2019, yeah. Henry played 15 games. He's averaged over – 100 yards rushing a game in his last two and a half years
1: so 1400 is not that you know steep it's, it's really not asking a ton out of derrick henry um in a 17 game season assuming that, that that health is fine right and it's it's a big assumption to make for running backs especially ones that are you know kind of on the back end of their prime coming off an injury but I, again i don't think that injury will affect him i don't think that's going to pop up again so fourteen hundred yards for a healthy Derrick Henry—that's uh, a walk in the park. The guy's going to get at least three hundred carries. I mean, if he if he if he even comes up, you know, at two eighty-five, I feel, I still think he gets to fourteen hundred. But I mentioned earlier, I did some math on this, and I do think if he gets four and a half yards per carry on about three hundred and thirty carries, which I, I, I truly believe is a, a possibility, even after this injury, he had three hundred seventy-eight carries in twenty twenty. Do I think that he'll get about four hundred again? Maybe not, but I think three thirty is definitely in the ballpark of what we what we should be expecting out of Henry. So three hundred thirty carries on four and a half yards per carry, we're at fourteen hundred eighty five yards. Derrick Henry's probably not going to go for two thousand yards this season, right? I mean, it, it just it doesn't happen twice. I know Derrick no, Henry it's never happened twice.
0: Never.
1: I I know that Derrick Henry is the exception to the rule, but two thousand yards after this injury, with all this stuff going on, and not not you know questions that questions at the wide receiver position and with the quarterback. There's, there's a, and a new offensive line. There's just too many variables, right? But I do think 1400 yards, it's kind of a low bar to set for Derrick Henry. So I'm absolutely going over.
0: Yeah, I think, I think 1400 is too low. Now, if you, if you watched uh Friday show, then we talked about Mike clay of ESPN who did his stat projections And he had Derrick Henry at 1,503. So I thought that might be a little high. I think 1,400
1: is too low. Without an injury, I just don't see it happening, right?
0: And and there's no reason to expect that Derrick Henry should have another injury like this. Mm -hmm. Like he broke a bone, happens, it heals, and you move on. Xavier says a pissed off Derrick Henry does not equal 1,400 yards.
1: Yeah, you know, normal had last year, last year's injury not been a thing, then I then I do think you're right. But the offensive line is going to be the biggest issue of them all. I don't think the injury is going to be a concern. I, I do I do think the weapons outside could be a concern, but I I know that the offensive line is going to be a concern early, and especially early. And I know that Derrick Henry does his best work late in the season, but if he has that start that Taylor had last year um it's it's going to be you know an uphill battle to get to that 1500 number, 1600 number, whatever it may be, but i do even with a slow first month of the season while the offensive line figures out how to play with each other, i do think 1400 yards is very much within reach.
0: All right, so i'm going to do some math real quick, Jack. I'm going to figure out the total yards of offense difference from last year to the 2020 year, right? Because in 2020, they nearly had a 4,000-yard passer, nearly had 2,000-yard receiver on top of a 2,000-yard rusher. Last year, they didn't have a 1,000-yard receiver. They didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher. They didn't have a, a close to a 4,000-yard passer. So I'm going to do some math here to, to see the total yards of offense the Titans had uh, last season, which was 6,147 in 17 games, right? So that's oh. d- divided by uh oops hold on 6142 divided by 17 is 430 yards a game of offense right let's go to uh 2020 regular season and do another some more quick math uh at 3826 passing yards uh plus more rushing yards 6500 yards so they averaged Uh, a lot more yards per game and gain more yards the season before. So they have, so there's legitimately like 500 extra yards of offense within the Titans and what they have to do in one more game. Right. So they've got a lot of opportunity to really get closer to where they were in 2020 in total yards from where they were last year without Derrick Henry and without some of those other weapons.
1: And in 2020, Derrick Henry ran for 2,000 yards. So, you know, you sacrifice three, 400 there. And I mean, he's still sitting at, uh, you know, 1, 16, 1700 yards rushing. And if he does, and this goes back to our Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry bet, if he does, then he's definitely going to come in the top two in rushing. If he doesn't edge out Jonathan Taylor, he will be in second because last year, 1,200 was the next closest number. Right, it's Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry. No matter where you have them, one a one 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 or one one a, and then everybody else. So, I I think that 1400's low. I I think Derrick Henry easily does this. My only concern is the offensive line. Will they be able to create enough holes early in the season to get Derrick Henry out to a solid pace? And if he does, I saw this question also pop up in the chat. I'll see if I can go and locate it. But um, I believe it was Mamadou that asked it. Um, let me find it here. Mamadou uh, there we go. If he does run for 2K, does he win MVP? My I, I think absolutely he does. It's the AP season, right?
0: It, it depends on it depends on yeah, yeah, right. Adrian Peterson won he it twice,
1: If he does it twice, he's gotta win MVP.
0: But how, it, how many games do the Titans win? Right? They have to be able to
1: well if Derrick Henry runs for two thousand yards, you'd assume at least eleven games. You get yeah. a two thousand yard rusher and you don't win eleven games and something something's going bad. No, it was the defense fair. even, you know. I, so yeah,
0: no, no, that's fair. That's fair. Two thousand yards so
1: equals an MVP I, this year.
0: I went ahead and I, I read as Jack was talking. I redid my math to make it cleaner. So the Titans averaged forty yards per game less last year than they did in twenty twenty. So forty yards per game times seventeen is six hundred plus six hundred eighty yards on the season. So they've got. And I'm not saying they're going to be 2020's offense because I don't think they have the personnel or the continuity or Arthur Smith, obviously, to be that. But can they get 500 yards more this season than where they were a year ago with health alone? Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And one more aspect to consider here is Deontay Foreman is not on the roster anymore. So I know you draft Hassan Haskins, and you know you bring in a guy like Trenton Cannon, who's mostly going to be a special teams guy, and you've got. Uh, uh, why am I blanking on this guy's name? I loved him. Uh, Hundred yard. Dontrell Hilliard. Don't Hilliard. You, you, so really, Derrick Henry's backfield, and nobody else is going to be competing for those touches as much. Hassan Haskins, you'd figure might might factor in as the the RB two, maybe do some work in the pass game, but no no Deontay Foreman. There's not a there's not another Derrick Henry light in the building right? Which is what I call Beyonce Foreman. So backfield is completely and totally Derek Henry. He's going to get a ton of touches. He's going to have plenty of opportunities. 1400 should be easy money.
0: Yeah, I think it's over 1400.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think, think 1400 quite- is is, a, is debatable. Yeah. Once yeah. you have 1500, that's that's closer to a coin toss in my opinion.
2: Yeah, here it is. Like where it's going. Oh no! I hate doing oh. this because I'm a huge fan of Derrick Henry, and I would not want to be in his way to the end zone. But I'm going to have to fade. I think the number is going to be under 1,400. Doesn't say he's not going to have a good season, but it's not going to be 1,400 and the hook. You we said, might actually get to 1,400 and get you might you guys might get Captain
1: Hooked. You Somebody not. send me Mike Kim's handle or phone number if you have it you yeah,
0: <laughs> might have michael kim's phone number
1: uh, i'd like to place a wager with michael kim i think that i could come out on top here I, just, I don't i don't know that he really thought that all the way through i mean for 300 carries uh, that anticipated like surely he believes that derrick henry will get 300 carries right so what does he think that he's going to go Eddie George on us and get, average less than 4 yards a carry? I, just, I don't see it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't There's know, never man. been a running
1: back that's harder to stop in the backfield than Derrick Henry. So I just, I just I don't I don't see where Michael Kim's coming from. I I totally disagree.
0: Okay. All right, Jack, it is time for Tuesday Sports Trivia. We need everybody, all hands on deck. Colts fans, non-Colts fans, Titans fans, Kyle Adams, who just commented. I don't know what the situation is. LOL. Y'all love being victims. I don't know what the conversation is over there on Facebook with Kyle Adams and others. But we need Kyle Adams and everybody's fighting with for Tuesday sports trivia because we have to get at least nine out of ten questions correct. Mm-hmm. So it's time for Tuesday sports trivia. But Real quick, let me tell everybody about Farm Bureau health plans. They can help you out. By getting you better, uh, better coverage, better rates, and better service uh, at fbhp.com/atoz for your health coverage. Seriously, uh, Zach's done it. He saved over 20% a month on his on his plan and has better coverage. He go can now go to the dentist more often. He gets contact allowance, all these type of things with better coverage than what he previously had. And then Jack jumped on train as well. We've got new other employees that are looking to get quotes with Farm Bureau Health Plans with A to Z Sports because it's easy. They do a good job and they have great service because they have 200 plus locations across the state. You can walk in, you can do it via email, via phone, via Zoom, whatever it might be at Farm Bureau Health Plans, FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z.
1: Bet MGM, promo code A to Z sports, and you'll get an opportunity to have some insurance on your parlay that I know that you're going to place tonight already. So we're looking at the MLB schedule. That's all we've got left, right? It's the dog day. So the MLB is going to carry us through the next two months and then we'll have football. You know what else is going to carry us, though, is this insurance on this one-game parlay. A one-game parlay, it's a risk-free one-game parlay with four-plus legs. And if you come up one leg short, if you hit everything but that last leg, you'll get up to $25 back. So don't worry about not coming through on the parlay. I know we got I know we got it. You know, the Yankees are hot. Put a put a little Judge Stanton home run parlay in there, Yankees money line maybe, and then then maybe over the total. If you hit all three of those and miss out on the total or, you know, a home run bet, you'll get up to $25 back on your parlay. It's a great way to have insurance. It's it's risk-free. You've got nothing to lose, a lot to win in a 4 plus leg One game parlay. So go take advantage of it with code A to Z Sports on BetNGM.
0: It is time for Tuesday Sports Trivia brought to you by BrentwoodImprint.com. Every Tuesday, BrentwoodImprint.com has your route for promotional products to elevate your company or your brand with whatever type of product you need, whether it's gear to wear for your employees, uh, gear for you to wear, good gear to wear around town. Also, any office supplies that you like branded, uh, marketing, uh, branding items as well. Whatever you need to elevate your business, BrentwoodImprint.com has it. They're locally owned and operated, so you should check them out too. If you want your business to have a bigger profile, use BrentwoodImprint.com. Don't go national big company. They don't give a damn about your business. Brentwood Imprint does. So, BrentwoodImprint.com. Check them out right there for a Tuesday Sports Trivia segment. Here every Tuesday to end the show, Jack. We have to go at least nine and one.
1: Ooh, I love me some pressure.
0: I'm trying to find the right quiz to do this on.
1: I don't want any. I, I don't know if it was you or Zach that I did the last one with, and it, they asked us questions about like 1930 baseball players.
0: Yeah, I hope. Th- I'm I'm looking at. Don't need that. I'm looking at. um NFL only. Play- NFL personally.
1: only nine and one. I think we get it. I think we. I think we possibly go undefeated. Hmm. We've tried. I think we've done a college one. The college one we did. We had decent success on. Some of these are just
0: too easy, which kind of throws me off.
1: Well, let's get, let's get a let's get a difficult one. I mean, I if, I don't want to play. You know, we're in week seventeen, uh, and I don't I don't want to beat the Jack. You want
0: to go, wanna go difficult?
1: I want to I want to get by the Chiefs. I, I want to be able to beat the Chiefs and get into the playoffs here, which is what going nine and one on a difficult trivia would be.
0: All right, we'll go difficult. This one is labeled difficult, and we got ten. The average <laughs> score is five out of ten.
1: How oh my that? God! Okay. Well, we've got <laughs> one hundred and fifty more people than the, the other people that have had. All right, question
0: number one. In Barry Sanders' rookie season, he needed 10 yards to own the NFL rushing title. It was the fourth quarter against the Falcons in Atlanta, plenty of time left, and Sanders decided to remove himself from the game instead. Who was crowned the rushing king that year? We've got multiple choice. So who was the rushing king that year of Barry Sanders' rookie year? Was it Thurman Thomas? Icky Woods, Emmett Smith, or Christian Okoye?
1: I, I'm leaning in chat. I need, I need, I'm going to need y'all's help here. I'm leaning Emmett Smith when in doubt. I think Emmett Smith and a rushing title is the way to go. It's guessing C on multiple choice, taking the ACT. You guess C you'll get it right more often than not.
0: Yeah. We're getting a couple Emmett answers in the chat. Um, I'm trying, you know, I think Thurman Thomas, is getting a couple.
1: How many times did Thurman Thomas win it though? Like, what? I, if this
0: Not, was in the 80s, know. this was in the 80s, so this was like pre Emmett Smith. I mean, maybe I don't know.
1: We're pretty split here in the chat. I'll go ahead and get to them.
0: We don't know the year number, it's just Barry um, Sanders rookie year. No Googling.
1: Scott Weaver says Emmett, Nick says Okoye, Mark says Emmett, Thurman Thomas from Dadson, Thurman Thomas from Howard, Emmett from eric christian okoye from Jer- jerrell um we're
0: getting some christian okoye is coming in
1: yeah it's it's, it's this, is, this is not good emmett okoye um emmett okoye thurman thomas derrick henry was not alive at the time he was not
0: i i think all right we gotta come up with an answer jack i'm gonna let you go what do you think we should go with I, Icky if, Woods has not been voted yet.
1: Is Emmitt too easy. I feel like that's one. So. Could it be a Let's go Okoye. Okay. Let's go Okoye. Gosh, we can't start on one
0: question two in 1962. Unlimited free substitution meant that players no longer had to play offense and defense. Who was the last player in that era that played both sides of the ball who played both sides of the ball last Don Hudson, Rosie Greer, Chuck Bednarik, or Cliff Harris? Who was the last two-way player, offense and defense player?
1: One more time, read through the options.
0: The options are Don Hudson, Rosie Greer, Chuck Bednarik, or Cliff Harris?
1: Man, I don't know any of these people. Okay. Okay. We've got a Hudson. We've got a Cliff. Nate, I'm I, Nate. i I'm, I'm not going to be pessimistic this early, but it's going to be tough. We got a 25% shot, no matter what, though.
0: Yeah, I say we go with Hudson.
1: Billy says Hudson. I feel like Billy would be a guy that would know this. And then here comes Cliff. Cliff Harris is popping up.
0: I think I think we go.
1: Okay, should we go Hudson? I'm leaning Hudson as well. Okay. All right. Okay.
0: Question That's three. Austin. When asked about his team's execution, this coach responded by saying, quote, I'm in favor of it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Ditka, Buddy Ryan, Jerry Glanville, John McKay. Huh. Executing his team.
1: I'm in favor of it. So who remembers really? that quote?
0: Somebody in the knows.
1: chat got us here.
0: David says McKay. For some reason, I feel like it's either Ditka or Glanville.
1: I feel like I would Kyle know what Kyle Ditka, says yeah.
0: Ditka for sure. Lucas says Glanville. I mean it's pretty Scott strange. says John McKay, lock it in.
1: Titans Kyle says John McKay as well. Lucas Glanville. McKay. We're getting I mean, then somebody McKay. Jared says
0: that's gotta be Buddy Ryan. Scott says the Bucks were horrible. John McKay. All right, let's we're go. Getting,
1: we're getting McKay. We're getting I, McKay. I feel
0: like we have to get McKay. All right, Lock question four. The Kansas City Chiefs and Green Bay Packers met in Super Bowl one. Kansas City came out of the AFL to meet Green Bay, which came out of the NFL. Both these teams had to win on the road in the respective championship games. True or false? So true or false, Chiefs-Packers – Both teams had to win on the road in the respective championship games to get to the Super Bowl.
1: True or false? I couldn't tell you whether it's true or false. So we're going to the chat. Chat, do we remember the run the Green Bay Packers or the Kansas City Chiefs had to get to the Super Bowl one? I think it's false. I feel like Kansas City
0: hosted their game.
1: I was going to say Green Bay at that point in time felt like a team that wasn't going to be going on the road in the playoffs right
0: what year this is probably 1965 i believe that was the year the first super bowl hot doobie says false that was not i do not think that was the ice bowl year
1: Uh, i think it's false i i it's hard it's hard to believe isn't it yeah okay let's go false lock it in all right this should be good. If we go nine out of ten out of these, man. I think
0: I, I know this one, so we, we'll get this one right. Which team did Deion Sanders not play for in the NFL before he became a broadcaster? Niners, Raiders, Falcons, Redskins.
1: What are you saying? Are you thinking Redskins?
0: No, you play for the Redskins.
1: Play for the Redskins, so the Raiders? That
0: was yes, yeah, it's the Raiders.
1: Okay. Let's go, Raiders. Lock it in. And it's done. Question six.
0: In the history of the NFL, the home team wears its colored jersey and the road team wears white. See, here's – here's, I mean, You're that's true.
1: Zach Bingham's uniform combination memory. No, I
0: mean, that's that's true. The, and do you know why? Here's bonus. Do you know why they went dark and light jerseys?
1: No, lay it on me.
0: Black and white TV.
1: Oh, wow. That's a nugget. Before,
0: before games were televised – Teams only had the one colored jersey.
1: That is a great nugget.
0: And then when games started being televised, they had to go opposite because it so was we're, black.
1: And white. So we're going true here. Yeah. Okay. Lock that in. Let's go. Are we on seven.
0: This is question seven. There have been several movies about sports. Heaven can wait was a movie about a quarterback who died starring Warren Beatty that came back to play with his team. Which team was depicted in this movie? All we have to do is find the team name, and there's no multiple choice.
1: Man, you give me Angels in the End Zone, I could probably do it. I don't think I have this in my movie arsenal. Tighten Up Podcast fans are laughing at me right now. They know I don't have this in my arsenal.
0: I have no idea. Uh, David says the Rams. I've never, Rams lock it in, we're getting Rams. I've never heard of this movie.
1: This is a bail. Okay, the chat's going to bail us out here.
0: All right, so I got to type in Rams.
1: Scott, dad says the Titans. <laughs> All right, I, mean,
0: I I know this one too, guys. Question eight. Who is known by the nickname the Kansas Comet? I probably don't even know need uh, the uh, options for this one for people.
1: We'll Kansas go ahead and read Comet. through them. You want to go through them? Read through them for me. Who doesn't know who the Kansas Comet is?
0: Derek Thomas, Brian Piccolo, Gail Sayers, Mike Garrett.
1: Sounds like Gail Sayers.
0: It is Gail Sayers.
1: Lucas, Scott, right on top of it. Yep. Ooh,
0: 1920. Which of the following teams that played in the 1920 NFL season still bears the same team nickname in 2003? Which team played in 1920 that still had the same nickname in 03? The Cardinals, the Giants, the Packers, or the Redskins. I think this is between the New York football Giants or the Packers.
1: Yeah, because the Cardinals were the St. Louis Cardinals at one point, weren't they?
0: They moved around a
1: bunch. Yeah. And
0: they were previously, They, I think, we're getting some Cardinals answers.
1: I mean, if, if it's just the mascot.
0: Unless they, unless they were the Green Bay Packing Company back then right
1: or the cheese packers
0: they were the packing because
1: they're the full government name packers always been the pack but
0: night were the packers around in 1920 were the were the New York football giants around in 1920.
1: I think the Packers definitely were right weren't they one of the originals?
0: Scott says the Chicago Cardinals the Jets were once the giant the 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 Jets were once the Titans
1: man we are All over the place here. Uh, really. All, we're doing everything.
0: I think we have to go Cardinals.
1: It's been a lot of Cardinals. They uh, were the, there's, oh, there's a lot of Packers, though. I don't know. I'm leaning Packers.
0: Ooh, this is a good, somewhat local tie for our last questions. Our last question. Which quarterback engineered a playoff comeback after being down by 32 points in the third quarter in 1992? Sorry for all the old Houston fans in the chat. Who came back and beat the Houston Oilers for the Buffalo Bills? Who was the Bills quarterback in that game? I remember it was their backup quarterback. Yeah. Because well, Kelly was hurt.
1: Is so that, is your current coach?
0: Was it Frank Reich? I
1: think I it think was Frank Reich. Frank, I think it was. I think it was Frank Reich. He had some he had some incredible comebacks, didn't he? There there was one is one specifically. I don't know if it was this deep. Yeah. Is, so, does it have the rest of the options?
0: No, there was fill-in.
1: Oh, really? Fill in there was any option.
0: Yeah, it's Frank Reich. So look, yeah. we started the show with a conversation about Titans versus Colts, and we ended this show with a Frank Reich over the Houston Oilers. So I
1: don't know. Ethan Ramsey brings up a good point. Um, where do you go, where does comment go? I've got to find this comment. This was too good to lose.
0: Marcus Mariota.
1: There it is. Yes, Marcus. Marcus. That,
0: that was not quite 32-point comeback. All right, I'm submitting the answers.
1: <laughs> oh, please, 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 please.
0: In Barry Sanders' rookie season, who led the NFL in rushing? We guessed Christian Okoye, and we were correct.
1: That was Only, a big thir- one. only
0: 34% of players got oh, that right.
1: That was a big one. In
0: 1962, who was the last player that played both sides of the ball? We guessed Don Hudson, and we missed it. Chuck Bednarik.
1: Don Hudson just sounded too legit. We couldn't yeah. pass it up.
0: Question three. When asked about his team's execution, this coach responded by saying, I'm in favor of it. We guessed John McKay. It was John McKay.
1: Okay, we're alive.
0: Question four. The Chiefs and the Packers met in Super Bowl one. Kansas City came out of the AFL to meet Green Bay, who came out of the NFL. Both these teams had to win on the road in their respective championship games. We guess false. The correct answer is
1: true. No way it's not true.
0: Kansas City won in Buffalo, Green Bay won in Dallas. Damn it. Which team did Deion Sanders not play for?
1: False,
0: we guessed the Raiders and we were correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. In the history of the NFL, the home team wears its colored jersey. The white team ro- wears uh, its white. We said true. The answer is false. But I think we get credit for this one. I think this is a trick question. Really? The home team gets to choose which uniform they want to wear, and the road team wears the opposite. Until recently, only the major four sports had this rule. Baseball, hockey, and basketball all wear white at home. However, with the rush of recent marketing ploys. I think we got that right. I this think is a that's a faulty
1: quiz. I think it should I, be thrown I, out.
0: I think that that question can get thrown out. I think we get that correct.
1: <laughs> I think we throw this whole quiz out and we live to fight another week. Ethan Ramsey, look, we win as a team, we lose as a team. Come on.
0: I think we get that right. So we've gotten, we've missed two. True question seven. Eat at me. Warren Beatty was in Heaven Can Wait and they depicted which team in that movie rams we got that right who was the kansas comet Gail sayers we got that right which of the following teams played in the 1920 nfl season that still bears the same nickname we guessed the cardinals and we got that correct and we guessed correctly when it comes to frank Wright.
1: oh my god the true false how did we miss the true false although who would have known that and then the defensive player i mean if we we're going to miss a question. It would probably would have been the defensive player or the both the two way player. That was tough. The chat did a good job. They picked us up today. That was tough. True, false, and then a No, we got a True, false, and Hudson. It was yep. a good run, chat. I, I do. I, I don't think that we should, you know, totally rule out just throwing out this quiz altogether. I, I think no, we no, all no. Agree we, to, we lost. We lost. We went. We
0: we came up two questions short. Or one, whatever you want to say.
1: I don't know. I I think we appeal it. I think we appeal the quiz and just let the, let the higher courts decide how this really plays out.
0: I agree with Derek. We could have done better.
1: Yeah, we could have, we could have, we could have, could have said true.
0: All right. Well, we lost. We came up short. We had a goal of 73%. (laughs) (laughs) 71% was our number.
1: It's okay. It's something to build on.
0: Yeah, it is
1: good job chat y'all 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 crush this thing yeah
0: we lost we lost but guess what next week well next week is the 4th of july so by the way no shows next week it's our we always take off the summer break so when we come back refreshed on july 11th we'll start over on trivia and have a new run at it but anyway that's a good tuesday show it was a good show minus the end trivia you know we
1: We gave it a run, though. We gave it a good run. We did give it a good run. So, oh, that's going to piss me off.
0: All right, we'll see you guys on a Wednesday morning. Don't forget A to Z Sports primetime buck rising tonight. A to Z Sports.com with a lot of things that we have written, a lot of good stuff up there, A to Z Sports.com. And also, as always, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel for Titans coverage. We are a month away from Titans training camp opening, which means we will have the best Titans training camp coverage and highlights and reaction. So check it out. Make sure you follow us and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we'll check you guys later on. Have a good Tuesday. Thanks.
1: Tighten up pod at midnight.